Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, March 27th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Sony Corporation announced it plans to spin off its entire electronics products and solutions business unit into an intermediate holding company named Sony Electronics Corporation, effective April 1st. This would include imaging products and solutions, home entertainment and sound, and mobile communications. Sony Executive Vice President Shigeki Ishizuka, who headed the unit under Sony Corporation, will be the CEO of the spun-off company. Epic Games launched Epic Games Publishing, partnering with game developers Remedy Entertainment, who made Control, Play Dead, which made Limbo and Inside, and Gen Design, which made The Last Guardian. Developers working with Epic will retain 100% of their IP and full creative control. Epic Games Publishing will cover 100% of development costs. After costs of recoup, developers get 50% or more of profits. Games published by Epic will not be exclusive to the Epic Games Store. Amazon confirmed a recode report that its shopping algorithm had given preference to some non-essential items like sporting equipment and office supplies to items directly sold by Amazon or by sellers using Amazon warehouses, even when other sellers offered cheaper listings with faster ship times. Amazon listings were awarded the prominent buy box by the algorithm with other listings relegated to the new and used section. Amazon says it's working as quickly as possible to resolve the issue. Google announced it would resume updates to Chrome with plans to release Chrome 81 on April 7th. The new version was scheduled for release on March 17th, but Google suspended updates on Chrome browser and Chrome OS last week to avoid disruptions as people started working from home. An official Chrome 82 release has been canceled with features rolled into Chrome 83 expected in mid-May. Last week, Facebook launched a coronavirus information hub on WhatsApp, and now the company announced a similar coronavirus community hub for Messenger. This hub will offer authoritative information from organizations like the World Health Organization, as well as recommended activities for users to do remotely. According to VP of Messenger Stan Chagnovsky, time on group video calls has doubled, with 70% more people using group video on the platform. Airbnb announced it will provide free or subsidized housing for 100,000 COVID-19 frontline healthcare, relief, or first response professionals. Airbnb hosts can opt to make their space available, and Airbnb will waive its regular booking percentage fee. The program includes new protocols around cleanliness, and Airbnb will work with the Red Cross, the International Rescue Committee, the International Medical Corps, and other nonprofits to help allocate space where there's the most demand. Huawei announced the P40, P40 Pro, and P40 Pro Plus handsets. All come with the 5G Kirin 990 chipset and an in-screen fingerprint reader. The Pro and Pro Plus feature a 90Hz 2640x1200 6.58-inch OLED display that curves around all edges of the device, while the standard P40 gets a 60Hz 6.1-inch 1080p LCD. For cameras, the P40 gets three rear cameras, a pixel-binning 50-megapixel f1.9 camera, a 16-megapixel f2.2 ultrawide, and a 3x 8-megapixel telephoto. The Pro adds a time-of-flight sensor to the front and back and ups the resolution on the ultra-wide and 5X telephoto to 40 and 12 megapixels, respectively. Meanwhile, the Pro Plus features the same ultra-wide and main camera as the Pro, but adds two 8-megapixel telephoto cameras with 3X and 10X zooms. The Pro and Pro Plus are IP68 rated, while the standard P40 is IP53 rated. On the software side, the phones lack Google Play services, instead including Huawei's App Gallery. 
There is the MeTime video chat service, which is set to launch in the EU, a voice assistant named Celia, and maps provided by TomTom. The standard P40 and P40 Pro launch April 7th, starting at 799 and 999 euros, respectively, while the Pro Plus will be available in June for 1,399 euros. Duolingo launched a free iOS app called Duolingo ABC to teach children 3 to 6 how to read English with more than 300 lessons on the alphabet, phonics, and sight words. Kids can perform tasks like spell a given word from a jumble of letters, trace the outline of various letters and words, tap objects that start with a certain letter, or a specific word in a sentence. It's available in Australia, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand, the UK, and the US, and Duolingo plans on an Android version in the future. Google announced it's increased the maximum number of people who can participate in a group Google Duo call from 8 to 12, effective immediately. It's unclear if this change is permanent. Google increased Duo call sizes back in May 2019 from 4 to 8. And finally, Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo previously released a note predicting that ARM-based Macs could arrive as early as Q4 2020. A new note from the analyst predicts Apple will adopt an aggressive processor replacement strategy throughout 2021, including desktops. Quo predicts the CPU switch could save Apple 40-60% to on the component costs, although partially offset by having to source things like USB controllers, which are typically integrated into Intel chips. The note also predicts Apple will adopt USB 4 and Macs in 2022. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.